From the Talking Disney Studios in Cheyenne, Wyoming, Logan, Utah, and Las Vegas, Nevada, this is the Talking Disney Podcast. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. And here are your hosts. I'm Jason. And I'm Cody. And I'm James. And welcome to episode 79 of the Talking Disney Podcast. I'm your host, Jason, and I'm here once again with my co-hosts, Cody and James. What's up, guys? Not much. How's it going? Howdy ho, going howdy good. hey. Cody's doing good. He's got his he's got his howdies going on. Happy New Year. Happy uh, New Year. year. This is our first uh, episode of 2022. I haven't seen yes. you guys since last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cody's a funny guy. <laughs> yeah, that's what we had a couple people at work the Thursday when we left. Say, see you next year. Uh, whatever, dude. Yeah. Get out of here. But uh, yeah, it is our first episode of 2022. Looking forward to another good year. Getting back to our watching some Disney movies. Yes. Um, We'll talk what, about that. What a movie to restart this adventure. <laughs> yeah. Well, it can only go up from here. So <laughs> well sure until we get to <laughs> until we get to Fantasia two thousand <laughs> or Home and on the Range. Home on the Range. Um <laughs> Where the I mean, deer I, and the antelope gray. I'm guessing I'm gonna rate Home on the Range higher than Black Culture, but we will see. Yeah. Um, we'll share we'll sh- we'll share our ratings a little later. Um so, what'd you guys? You guys do anything cool for New Year's? Just stay home. What'd you guys do? I just stayed home. Um, you were busy. Much. Yep, we were busy. We were doing busy. stuff, working on things around the house. Matter of fact, I think New Year's Eve was probably the first time, and I don't know how long that I was in bed before ten o'clock, actually. So, wow. I know you guys were texting me saying Happy New Year and stuff, and I <laughs> you was, were asleep. I was already asleep. <laughs> If you think about it, though, James went into the new year before any of us because time flies while you're sleeping, right? So James was awake in 2022 before we went to bed. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. From James's side of things, he he was ahead of us. Yeah. I'm not going to follow the logic there, but I'm just going to agree with you and say- We're going to agree with it. (laughs) If you're you're having- I'll, I'll try to explain it differently. Because I've thought about this lots. If if you're if you're sleeping next to somebody or in the same room as somebody or or, or whatever, and uh-huh. you know that that person is fast asleep and they're not gonna wake up until the morning, right? Well, right. when you fall asleep, you don't process the lapse of time, right? Okay. You just fall asleep and then you wake up and now it's eight o'clock the next day without registering. It's been twelve hours since you went to bed or whatever, right? Okay. But if you're struggling to fall asleep, you feel that time pass. But to the person next to you, to them, they're already awake in the next right. day, perceiving things the next day. So technically, they're in the future for them. <laughs> Still <laughs> you know, not like, sure I follow, but it sounds great. Like, <laughs> like it's obviously they're not going through time faster than you are but they're perceiving it that way because they did not 
perceive are they in a DeLorean? The if, hours if, throughout the night. If you'll excuse me, I'm going to fall asleep real quick so I can jump into the future for when this explanation is done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what? If, just kidding. Uh, just somebody kidding. out there understands what I'm trying to say. If you understand what Cody's trying to say, email us at talkingdisneypodcast at gmail.com. So you can explain it to us. Amber, Amber, you know what I'm saying, right? Well, Amber, Amber Amber was in the future because she was done with New Year's asleep. And then I think woken back up before we even went to bed. Yes. So she she definitely was. She is a time traveler. See, she's a time traveler. (laughs) She she will understand. (laughs) I knew she was on my side. Yeah, we actually, (laughs) I didn't think, I didn't think we were going to stay up, but we, we ended up playing games with all the kids. And then about 1145, I think we paused, got all the new year stuff out. Cause I went and bought some hats and uh, the little noisemaker things and some poppers. And uh, we, we poured the apple cider and then, uh, Happy New Year. And then we kind of sat there for an hour watching TV and then we went to bed around one. So I figured we'd be in bed kind of like James early, but <laughs> I thought we'd go uh, to bed early too, but um, we were kind of waiting on news. Uh, we had a nephew born New Year's Eve about mm-hmm. about nine o'clock New on New Year's Eve night. So cool. So we were kind of waiting on that and then get updates and stuff yeah. thereafter. So, we so uh, was everything good? Everything all healthy good. and all that good stuff. Okay, healthy baby boy. All right, until he decides differently. Yeah, no, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> so he decides differently. You got a story behind that one too? <laughs> no. See, once he reaches a certain age, he can decide. Now, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I would not want to make that assumption for him. Right. Right. All right. Well, let's get a uh, let's get into some. Uh, some Disney news. You guys want to start with Disneyland or you want to go with the sad stuff first? Sad stuff. Let's get it out of the way. Let's, let's get it out of the way. So let's get the crying uh, arms out of the way. Unfortunately, on on uh, New Year's Eve, was that December December 31st? Um Betty White passed away. I thought she would outlive me. Uh <laughs> she was 99 years old. Uh her uh, she was turning a hundred on what January 17th? Would have been yep. her 100th birthday. I know People Magazine had a cover of her saying, how's Betty White going to celebrate her 100th birthday? There's a special being released, I think, on January 17th about Betty White's life that was in the works prior to her dying. Uh, if you don't know who Betty White is, you've been living underneath a, a, a rock or something. Rock. A big a rock. Big uh, rock. <laughs> even Cody, who's a youngster, Knows who Betty White is. Uh, yep. Absolutely. Hey, I, yeah. I watched The Golden Girls. There you go. Uh, American actress, comedian, author. Um, she's best known for her roles as Sue Ann Nivens in the sitcom The Mary Tyler Moore Show, which Cody probably didn't see. Maybe reruns. Uh, and then Rose Nyland, uh, they say probably her most notable uh, role um, with the ABC Studios uh, sitcom The Golden Girls from 1985 to 1992. Um, and then she played recently from 2010 to 2015 in another show called hot in Cleveland, uh, that I really never watched. It didn't, I, I don't know why I didn't watch it. I just never did, but it from listening to her talk about it, it's pretty funny. Um, for Disney, she voiced Mrs. Claus in the 2010 ABC short film operation secret Santa and an old lady in a Mickey mouse episode called the New York weenie. 
Um, <laughs> she was Grandma Annie or Gammy in the 2009 Touchdown Picture Touchstone Pictures film, The Proposal, which I think is an hilarious movie. Um, and then uh, there was something else she was in. Oh, she was uh, the voice of Bitey White in the uh, in Toy Story Four. Um, so, yep, December 31st, 2021. Uh, she passed away in her Brentwood neighborhood home at the age of 99, just 17 days before her birthday. And um, if you haven't seen it, uh, you need to go to YouTube and uh, search for Inside the Actor Studios, Betty White. And if you don't know what Inside the Actor Studio is, it was a... Uh, it was kind of a talk. I don't. I don't know if you want to call it a talk show, um, but it was this. Uh, the host was a guy named James Lipton. He actually passed away in. Uh, when did when did he pass away? I didn't think he was still alive. Uh, but it doesn't say here that he's passed away. Oh yeah, yeah, March second, twenty twenty. He passed away at the age of ninety three. But he had where he would he he would bring in guests, um, and they would talk for a couple hours. And it was at a uh, in an auditorium with future actors. They were going to acting school. Um, great, a great interviewer. Uh, and I'm kind of getting off the subject of, of Disney here, but um, if you if you go to just go look look for the Betty White one. It's it's she's hilarious. Um, <laughs> uh, and then if you. If if you want to check out more inside their actor studios, he he just does a great interview. I don't I don't know how to explain it any any, any other way. But yeah. at the end of each each session, he always asks uh, these certain questions like, "What's your favorite um, favorite like sound or your or your favorite word or uh, and the two most the two ones that usually get the 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 biggest reaction from the audience is he always asks, "What's their favorite curse word." Uh, <laughs> And then his very last question was, um, it says, if there's a heaven, when you get to the pearly gates, what do you want God to say to you? And Betty White's answer, if, if, if you're sensitive in any way, it'll, 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 it'll make you tear up. So, uh, watch it. Uh, I don't know that I've ever even heard of that show, but it looks it like it's done on for like 23 seasons. Oh yeah. It was, it's got all kinds of, I mean, he, he's, he's done, I mean, everybody, Tom Hanks, Denzel Washington, the cast of friends, uh, yeah. big was bank that, theory. Is that something that was on a particular network or I think it was on PBS. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I think, uh, I could be wrong. Um, or actually, original network is said it was it was on Bravo from Bravo, 1994 yeah. to 2018, and then Ovation from 2019 to present. I don't know. I don't think the show's still going on. Right. Okay, here's the here's the ten questions. What's your favorite word? What's your least favorite word? What turns you on? What turns you off? What sound or noise do you love? What sound or noise do you hate? Uh, what's your favorite curse word? What profession other than what uh, your own would you like to attempt? What profession would you not like to it to do? And then if they haven't exist questions. So, and then the show always ends with a question answer section with the students that are in attendance. So. Gotcha. Yeah. Check, check out the Betty White one. It's, it's hilarious. Um, so yeah. Um, she didn't make it to 2022. Um, so sad, sad, but 99 yep. years, that's a long time. 
man. It is a long time. If I, if I subtract what I am now, that's like, that's what, 52 more years. That's more than what I've lived on this earth now. Another 52 <laughs> years would be crazy. So. Yep. That um, is a long time. And for James, yep. he's got about six years left. Yeah, six years. He's counting down. <laughs> um, uh, Cody's and got then about an, six years left, too. <laughs> <laughs> Once James sees him. <laughs> And then on another sad note, just, uh, I think it was yesterday, uh, actor Sydney to me, his name was always kind of hard to say. Cause it's spelled P O I T I E R point I think is how you pronounce it. Um, Hollywood trailblazer. He died at the age of 94 and I, I bring him up not just cause he was, a, I mean, he was a great, great actor through, through the years. He didn't do a lot of Disney stuff, but he was, um, on the board of directors of Disney from 1995 to 2003. And it says uh, here, former Disney CEO, Bob Iger paid tribute to him as the most dignified man that he's ever met. So, um, and he was 94. So 94, 99, those are, those getting up there. So, yep. Um, and that is the end of our sad portion of the show until uh, yes. we get to the black cauldron. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. Do you, do you guys have any favorite besides any uh, besides Golden Girls? I guess for Cody, any favorite shows? Betty White. I mean, I I wasn't really watching a lot of TV when she was on the Mary Tyler Moore show because that was from seventy three to seventy seven. But I did see reruns of it, um, and she and she did a lot of stuff before then. She's, I think, one time she was called the first lady of television. So. Um, yeah, uh, Golden Girls is just hilarious. Yeah. Yep, that was a great um, show. Still yeah. is a great show. Yeah, I mean, you can is it? Um, you can find it on. I saw a couple episodes the other day on Hulu. So. Yeah, there's some channel that plays it all the time. Yeah, she was she was a Disney legend. I don't know if you guys knew that. Um, yep. she was named a Disney legend in 2009. I think. Three, seven, or nine, I think. Nine. 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 She went in with uh, B. Arthur, who was also from Golden Girls, Estelle Getty, Rue McClanahan. So um, that's the same year that Robin Williams went in, uh, Leota Toombs, Don Iwerks, Bill Farmer. Uh, so that was a pretty good class right there. Um, yeah, 2009. So they should be. They didn't do any in 2021. So there should be some new legends in 2022, right? Going to be announced at D23. I think they only September. do it with D23, don't they? I, yeah, probably. And last year's was canceled, correct? Um, whenever. Because it should have been in 2021, I thought. Because they do it every two years. Every, every odd year, it's got Disney legends since um, 2009. So, I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. So. All right. Well, let's move on to some Disney Pixar. Because I saw in an article the other day that Pixar's Turning Red is going to skip theaters and just head straight to Disney Plus in March. Um, yep. I don't remember. I don't remember when it was supposed to go to the theaters, if it was March 11th, but that's the day that it's going to uh, 
join Disney Plus and be free for all subscribers. It follows in the footsteps of Soul and Luca. Fellow Pixar releases that went straight to the streaming platform. Uh, it says here, the Toy Story spinoff Lightyear, which I'm looking forward to, is still slated to be released in theaters on June 17th. Um, I've watched a couple trailers of Turning Red. I'm not quite sure. Yeah. Um, what I think about it, I will tell you that uh, Encanto was kind of the same for me. I was like, I don't know, but uh, and it wasn't on my notes to talk about this, but I will. Um, I did watch Encanto over the holiday seasons, and I thought it was great. Um, a lot of a lot of singing, a lot of yeah, typical, I guess, uh, Disney, I guess, but a lot of singing. Um, really a good story. Um, there's some people in there that I was like, that person's kind of a jerk, but, uh, you know, for, for, for what they're doing, but, um, I thought it was a great movie. Um, and James, I know I mentioned, I asked him earlier, he hasn't seen it yet, so I'm not going to spoil anything. Okay. Uh, just know we're not going to talk about Bruno. So, <laughs> Silencio Bruno. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, good movie. Check it out as soon as you can, James. Um, okay, and then we can Will talk do. about it. I know Cody went and saw it in the. You saw it in the theaters, right? Yeah, we Lucy and I saw it in the theater. Yeah, uh, James's movie list is long, like 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 Santa's nice and naughty list. It just rolls out onto the floor. <laughs> so, so, did you get to watch any movies over the holidays, James? Anything that you knocked off your list? Um, not really. No. No, not that I can think of anyways. I've been catching up on TV and stuff. Yeah. You know, 1883, Yellowstone. I haven't like seen that. I haven't seen 1883 yet. Heard it's very good. It's excellent. Um, I did catch up on uh, Cobra Kai. Oh, yeah? Season four. Yeah. Oh, man. I love me some Cobra Kai. Yeah, I love the show, but I haven't watched it. I don't think I've even seen season two yet. I've oh, yeah, seen all of season one, but I one. need season two. You got to catch up. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of. Yeah, I mean, some some parts are kind of cheesy, you know. Right. But uh, Johnny Lawrence and Daniel Larusso, uh, <laughs> classic. Yes, classic. That is a great show. Cody, do you watch Cobra Kai? I have not watched Cobra Kai. Mm. That's right. Are you're you, not an eighties kid, huh? Yeah. Are you a Karate Kid fan? Yeah. No, Karate Kid's awesome. I know James has seen Karate Kid. Oh yeah, many times. <laughs> it's one of James my favorite Smith movies. Just doesn't really do it for me, you know. What? No, that's the that's the that's horrible Karate reboot. Kid. No, that's the horrible Kid. reboot. No, that's no, the one no, they no, they no. they should have left alone. Yeah, they should have left that one alone. Yeah, I didn't. So. I mean, I I have I have seen the original, but yeah, it's just not really my my kind of movie. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't like good movies? <laughs> hey, at least I've seen them. Okay. I don't know why we're ganging up on me tonight. At least I've seen it. Half the movies we mentioned, James hasn't even seen. <laughs> that is true. That is yep. true. So, yep. all right. That's all the movie news I got. Uh, you guys got anything movie related before I move on to Disneyland? Nope, not movie related. Oh, talking of TV, Book of hmm. Boba Fett. Have you guys uh, been watching that? Last time I, I think you guys said you had not. Or have I you? have not. I have you not. You haven't, no. Cody? Well, because when last time we talked about it was the day after the first episode came out. 
Right. And uh, we watched that first episode right after we got done recording that night. I am now caught up. I've seen both episodes. Okay. And what do you think? It's good, right? It is good. It's fantastic. <laughs> Man, they... I can't tell you how excited I was when I saw that Wookiee. Yeah. Man. Oh, my gosh. Are they yeah. releasing just one a week? One a week. Yeah. Every okay, Wednesday. I'll, then then I will, uh, by Wednesday, I will watch the first two. That is a B.A. looking Wookiee. <laughs> yeah, oh, I was like, what the heck? Yeah, that guy could <laughs> put Chewbacca six feet under. Oh, yeah. yeah. Chewbacca would be running, I think. <laughs> I think so. so this, this guy just looks angry. <laughs> so compared to how how your 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 thoughts about the Mandalorian and Boba Fett, is it, do you like one better than the other? Are they, I mean, to me, I think they're both kind of equal. They're taking place at the same time. Yeah. Um, they're being filmed. I mean, I don't know who they're being filmed by, who's directing them. I said, but it, they feel very much the same to me. Okay. As I'm watching it, I'm thinking it's just an extension of the Mandalorian. And I, I know uh, Baby Yoda and the Mandalorian are out there in the same universe somewhere at the same time. And it just feels very much the same to me anyway. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think the biggest difference is when we got the first episode of The Mandalorian, at the end of that first episode, we had the reveal of Baby Yoda. And that kind of took the world by storm because um, it was just a very big reveal and surprise that we were seeing another um, being from Yoda's species. Right. Um. But this time, I think with with Book of Boba Fett, and so, and I think with the reveal of Baby Yoda, that kind of carried Mandalorian for a while. Mm-hmm. I think this time around, we know Boba Fett to an extent. We don't know a ton about him, but through this show, we are getting to know more of his backstory, which has been really interesting to see. Mm-hmm. And I think this is all building up to something, kind of where I feel like Mandalorian took in my opinion, two seasons to really build up to something. We got the big reveal at the beginning of Mandalorian, and then it was just kind of a lot of always trying to get to something else in Mandalorian, right. where with Boba Fett, I feel like we are... It, it this Everything we're getting right now, all this backstory is leading us to something bigger, that we're going to have a big reveal at the end of the season, whatever that may be, and then which will make us excited for the next season yep well i'll check it out uh yeah I think I'll, try to, I'll try to watch an episode tomorrow and then i'll watch it on monday because you said it comes out on wednesdays the yep episode three yep. okay all right awesome well i'll add that to the list bubba fett all right well in disneyland uh a couple changes coming down uh, I don't know if we talked about before the west side of downtown disney closing down um, we've definitely at least talked about when that announcement came out that they were okay. the concept art and stuff for the proposed changes to the, the West end. Yeah. They're going to be demolishing the old AMC theater and its surrounding businesses. Uh, along with that, the monorail refer- refurbishment schedule has been changed to accommodate that originally it was supposed to close down I think January 31st. That's been updated to February 14th. So it kind of, coincides um they pushed it back for cody just for cody so he can get there 
Yep. Um, there are a couple stores downtown Disney closing down. Earl of Sandwich. Uh, again. I'm, uh, yeah, again. I think they are going to relocate that, or it's it's still going to be part of the plan. Obviously, it's got to be closed down while they finish it, uh, while they, or they work on the refurbishment. Sugar Boo and Company, I think, is gone. Uh, we didn't even go there when we were there last time, did we, uh, James? No, I've never no, been we, there. Yeah, I've never been there. I watch Starbucks. And I see it, and it reminds me of Cody because I think that was his nickname back in high school. Is that right, Sugar Boo? <laughs> Lucy and I walked into Sugar Boo when when we were there in July, just because it's the first time I had really had the opportunity to see the place. Right, and I don't know. It was kind of an odd variety of stuff. They had like greeting cards and a bunch of like wall decor, but not like Disney wall decor. It's just like kind of the random wall decor that you might see inside of like a Hobby Lobby or something like that, you know? And it's just like, maybe it would be interesting for, for locals, but for a tourist coming in, it's like, especially one that has to fly in. It's like none of this stuff I'm going to buy and take on the plane home with me. Yeah. You know, but and then I guess the Starbucks down there is is going to be closed down. Uh, Earl's Sandwich is probably the one that people are want to know what's going to happen with the most. Uh, there yeah. are rumors that they're going to have a temporary location, but uh, who knows? And I think they just announced the dates on those, right? Sugar Boo, the Starbucks is closed. Sugar Boo is the 16th and Earl's Sandwich is the 22nd, I think. 22nd, so, yep. You know. Yep. So they'll be closed down. Uh, I do like Earl's Sandwich, so it's... Okay, that's one there of those places that I didn't get. We we didn't get to go to in November, and I was hoping to get to go to in February, but looks like I will not unless they do come up with a temporary location um, to do that. Um, like I said, Monorail initially going down January 31st. That's changed to February 14th through March 6th. Um, so we'll get a chance if we want to ride it in February. Uh, and that's all I really had for Disneyland news. You guys have anything else? I don't think so. I know we're we're getting ready for our trip um, to Disneyland in February. Um, didn't think I was going to get to go twice in one. I guess in in one year it works out. I'm going twice in like a three month period or four month period. So uh, it James, worked out perfectly. It worked out perfectly. James uh, was talking to I know me and Marsha about about the Mice Chat Gumball Rally, and we're like, hey, that's in February. Our 25th anniversary is in February. Why not just go for that? And we'll call it our 25th anniversary tr- you know, trip because you only get to yep. celebrate that once. So we're going out to uh, Disneyland for the uh, Gumball Rally. And it so it just so happened that dates were announced for Sweetheart's Night. And we're like, hey, we could be there. Uh, you know, We weren't planning on going. We were planning on being there on that Thursday anyways. Uh, and just hang out in downtown Disney and get something to eat. But now we're going to go to Sweetheart's Night and on that Thursday, uh, what February tenth. Yep, uh, yep. And then and then we talked Cody into going. Uh, we didn't have to twist his arm too hard. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know. I think it took a little bit. It took a little bit too much convincing. <laughs> Wasn't that should I didn't want to go? There's just a lot of logistics involved. <laughs> should have been. Hey, you want to go to Disney? And you'd be like, yes, before we could even finish land. So uh, <laughs> I did. I did say yes. It was just a yes, but that is true. That yep. is true. Yeah, that is true. So you just have uh, to help them walk through the logistics. 
Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so it'll be the first time that uh, since we started the show that we've all three been at Disneyland at the same time. Yeah. Um, when's the last time we were all three there together? Because you weren't there for the November 2018 trip, were you, Cody? Nope. Was it uh, 2015? Nope, 2015. I wasn't, at, I wasn't at that trip either. Are you sure? No, because I had just moved to Vegas and I had to fill in for Tyler at the lab. <laughs> what? So are, so are we looking 2010? Someone didn't let you have time off to go to Disneyland? <laughs> yeah, my boss was a jerk. Can you believe that? <laughs> Man, who was I working for at that point in my life? Oh, See, okay, okay. let's Jane. pause the recording. Let's pause the recording. <laughs> <laughs> Got to regroup. Did that really happen? Yes, what? it really happened. What was I thinking? So are we talking 2010? Our trip to Paradise Pier Hotel with the ride makers and all that? Hey, before we go any further, I, think that I just want to tell, well, tell Cody, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what was going through my head at that time, but I do apologize. I'm pretty sure that was 2010, Cody, because we had just gotten back from England. And that was the summer of 10 Okay, that we got our passes. That was 11 years ago. That is so crazy. I mean, it's 2022 now. Yeah. Well, 12 years ago then, I guess. Well, no, it'll be 11 and a half. It'll be 12 years in July. Yeah. So. So, I mean, we, uh, between both of you, we have to have photo evidence, but it might be that 2010 trip since the three of us were at there at the same time. Because I know James and I have been several times together. Yes. And you and James have been a handful of times together since then. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Jason and I have been there without James since yeah. 2010. Hmm. That's wow. Cause I think if Jason goes to Disneyland, James is there. Cause then at that point it's usually a family thing. Yeah. Yeah. Minus we try Cody. To. I mean, usually it's <laughs> <laughs> someone's oh, got to work at the 2018 trip. <laughs> Must have been so, 2015. Oh, Cody wasn't at the 2015 family trip. <laughs> well, Cody, Cody was holding down the fort back at work. Cody, Cody's going to be there in February. So looking Hallelujah. forward to it. Um, <laughs> we'll get there on the 10th. I think I, obviously Cody's getting there on the 10th because he's going to Sweetheart's Night too. Um, yep. We'll be in the parks uh, Thursday night for Sweetheart's Night. Friday, just to hang out. Saturday, doing the gumball rally thing. Sunday, we'll be hanging out. I know at some point, James has to drive home. Yep. Uh, and then uh, I'm staying th- uh, at Disneyland until James goes well, home. I'll be there. We right go before you Bayou. guys go to Blue Bayou. <laughs> <laughs> See, Cody's paying me back. Yeah. That's- <laughs> He's like, that's the only reservation I can get. <laughs> it is. Hey, remember, so far. remember when you made me work 10 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then so james is going home sunday me and cody are leaving on monday but he's flying back i'm driving back to vegas uh we'll hit eddie's one more time with marsh and the family and then uh we'll drive back to cheyenne on tuesday that'll be a long day tuesday but was rob at that 2015 trip too no this november trip was the first time i think i've been to disneyland with rob vegas before that disneyland trip because rob was there that summer i believe I don't remember ever going to Disneyland with Rob. Never? No, ever. Because they, I mean, they lived in, when they lived in Florida, they, they never came out for the summer. I don't think when, when I was there at least. 
I thought um, they were at James's house that summer before that trip. Before the 2010 trip? Uh-huh. No, the 15 trip. Oh. I don't know. I don't I just don't remember ever going to Disneyland with him and I've never seen him in any of the pictures that I have from Disneyland. Hmm. So well, we're gonna have to <clears throat> we're gonna have to look through photos and see what we can recreate from the times that we've all been there before, if there's any. Yeah, we can all. Oh, we don't all have our ride makers cards because we could have all brought them and then walked over. We could have walked f- over to Paradise Pier. <laughs> I, <laughs> I did find one of Cody. We'll have to recreate while we're there. Oh, I just no. sent it to you guys. <laughs> Does it involve me buzz cutting my head? That was well, awesome. You, your head was buzz cut. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was a common trend. Oh, that's it. Yeah. So so that's when it was, huh? July two thousand ten. That's the last time the three of us have been there together. That's yeah, great. Cody was a youngster. Yep. What were you thirteen? Yeah, thirteen. Yeah. yeah, around thirteen. You'd either been turning thirteen or had just turned thirteen. Yeah, my guess. We usually don't go in August, so it was probably a week or two before I actually turned thirteen. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm showing July twelfth. 10th. Okay. So yeah, it was, so you were still 12. The sad thing is, is I think they still make this hat. We'll find it. (laughs) We'll be looking for it. Is that the last time you uh, buzzed your hair? (laughs) Um, Because I think your mom made you do that, right? It's because a lot of times she was the one or Les was the one cutting my hair and we had a pair of clippers at the house and it was just easy to go okay mm. you're done and that that would have been when you were living in texas right at 13 or 12 you, turning 13 were you in texas um we would have moved to texas i believe we either had just moved to texas the like October before, or we were moving October of that year after the trip. It might have been. So you would have, you still might have been in Elko. Maybe, but I think we yeah. moved when I was 12. Okay. So if that was the case, and I, and I remember we moved in October, so we probably moved the October before this trip. I probably flew in from Texas. Okay. Well, let's re, let's recreate that photo and we'll post it. <laughs> let, let me, uh, Call up an orthodontist and get some braces. <laughs> get back. some braces with him. <laughs> I will just add them in Photoshop after. Oh, am I wearing a tank top too? Suns, yeah, suns yep. out, guns out. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Uh. <laughs> Yikes. Uh. All I right. think I had like five of those tank tops all in a different color. <laughs> all right, that's all the news. I have about Disneyland. Um, let's move into our main topic. And if you've been listening to our show um, for the past year and a couple months, in November of 2020, we started a journey to watch all the Disney animated feature films, starting with Snow White and then eventually ending with uh, whatever's going to be coming out after Encanto. Because uh, Encanto was number 60. Uh, by the time we get to that one, I'm sure there'll be maybe one or two more released. Um, but we watched the movies between filming uh, our podcast. 
and then we'll come on here and we'll share a few of our thoughts on that movie. And we are currently on The Black Cauldron, dun, dun, which dun. is <laughs> the 25th Disney animated feature film that is loosely based on the first two books in the Chronicles of, I hope I'm saying this word right, The Chronicles of Predan or Predane. I've never read those. Yeah, I've never read those books. I don't know if you guys have. I have not. Never even Um, heard of them before. I think that was the name of the country or whatever they were in in the movie. I think it says that in the you know the narrator's like opening monologue that they're in right Predane or something like that. Predane. Yeah, I wasn't quite sure how to say it. So P R Y D A I N, and this uh, series of novels by a guy named Lloyd Alexander that's based on Welsh mythology. Uh, yes. Set during the early Middle Ages. It was released July 24th, 1985. So we're in the mid-80s now. Yep. Uh, it was 80 minutes long, hour and 20 minutes. Had a budget of $44 million, but only made $21.3 million. Classified as a, uh, I guess, a flop. Um, and the article I read the other day, I said... It put the future of Disney animation in jeopardy. <laughs> so uh, it was a strange time in 1985. Um, so my thoughts on it real quick. We're, we're not going to spend as much time on uh, this movie or possibly the some movies coming up. Uh, we'll shorten it down a little. But uh, I just I couldn't get into this. I wanted to like this movie so bad. And I thought I had seen it as a kid, but after starting to watch it, I was like, I don't remember ever seeing the Black Cauldron. Um, and it just seemed from the from the very start, it just seemed weird. You, the kid's an assistant; <laughs> he's an assistant pig keeper. Yeah. Um, living with this old dude, um, and I don't know. I just, <laughs> yeah. As much as I wanted to like it. It's- Hey kid, I don't really trust you and you don't know what you're doing, but I'm going to put the fate yeah. of the entire world in your hands. Take care of the pig, please. Yeah. What was the pig's name? Um, Henwin. 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 Yeah. yeah. And apparently the horned king, which I, I mean, I had heard of him as a Disney villain. He's searching for this magical or for this magical relic known as the black cauldron. Uh, you know, this uh, Dalbin guy sends, Terran off with the pig to protect him. Oh no, sorry. I it's a common uh mistake, but it's not Terran, it's Tarin. Tarin. Okay. <laughs> Did you notice that there is not one, not one normal name in that entire film? No, it's like, it, well, it's based they, off Welsh mythology. I could kind of understand, but they went out of their I mean, yeah. I guess it's based on those books, but yeah, right. it was like, man, can I get one dude that's just John? Yeah, and then and then he runs into on their on their journey. This kid runs into this dog like creature, Gurgi, oh, who wants to. I thought that was weird. This it was like a, where'd Frodo come from? Not Frodo. Um, <laughs> Gollum. Uh, Gollum. Yeah. I mean, didn't he sound exact? Like I really had to look up to see if the same person voiced him that voiced, voiced Gollum. I was like. Holy cow, the guy that voiced Gollum totally ripped this character off. <laughs> he totally ripped him off because they sound identical to me. Yes. Yeah, he's it, voiced I mean, by a guy named close. voiced by a guy named John Biner. And, yeah. Um so yeah. What an annoying, what an annoying character. Yeah, I wanted For him, me, anyways. I, was I like, wanted him to kick him off that mountain. Uh, yeah. 
And then, yeah, then, you know, they. And I'm sorry, but Tarin Tarin. was an annoying character, too. The pig gets captured. Tarin, or whatever his name is, kind of saves him. You know, they he jumps off the castle, but then Tarin gets captured, and then he meets this princess chick. He finds a sword. Um, and then they they go into the the water where they fall down into the forest, wherever. And there's those little fairy creatures, and I was like, I just I couldn't. I I was like, this is <laughs> horrible. And as much as I wanted, you know, the black cauldron, you know, and the intro, the intro started. The intro was I think awesome. The very beginning when they were kind of like telling the little story, I was like, ooh, this this may be actually pretty good. I think it may be good if they made this into a live action movie. I think there's been rumors that they're rumors going about to. It. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think in the in the Especially, fashion of like Lord of the Rings and kind of maybe Yeah. You know, yeah, I think I feel like they just tried to cram too much into a real short amount of time and all these different characters and all this different stuff. going. And <clears throat> the funny thing is, is when you read about it, they left a lot of characters out of the, of the, of the books. Right. Apparently in the books, there's like a lot more characters in there. So, and I think it's, I think you said it's based off of books one and two of this series. Right. And, and it's actually five. like a, yeah, there's like a five book series. So I think the potential for telling this story is, could be pretty good if they right. did do a live action and maybe made it a TV series where they had 10 episodes for each season and did five seasons and covered all five books. I think maybe they, it would be good, but in an hour and 20 minutes, it, there's just like, what the heck's going on? And Gurgi's annoying as heck. And Taran yeah. is like way elevating how valuable he is. And he's just an idiot. <laughs> I just and, couldn't get into it. So. Yeah, me either. Yeah. Me either. Cody, you got any thoughts? <laughs> there was also, I mean, it just kind of seemed very, moments were very predictable in this movie. And I'm not normally one that calls things in a movie. I'm normally very, I don't know if gullible is the right word for a movie, but I don't know. I watch it the way I guess they want you to watch it, that you don't see the reveal until it happens type of thing. But like in the beginning of the movie, when he's daydreaming after he leaves with Henwin and he's looking at himself in, in the river or whatever, and he's mm-hmm. thinking about how he's his great warrior and he's here to save this pig Henwin. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, he's going to look and the pig's going to be gone. And then like five <laughs> seconds later, he goes, he looks over to his right and he's like, Henwin? Oh, Henwin? <laughs> Henwin, where are you? You do his voice pretty good there, Cody. (laughs) (laughs) If they're going to do live action, you're my vote for actor. (laughs) Hey, you know what? If it pays anything, I'll probably take it. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Yeah, it was uh, reading here something. It was was not distributed as a home video release for more than a decade after its theatrical run because of its poor performance. Adding insult to injury, the film was beaten at the box office by the Care Bears movie. Uh, which was released four months earlier. Um, And that minstrel in the movie. I mean, his name is what? (laughs) Flitter Flam? Flitter Flam? What the heck Uh, kind of name is that? Number one. (laughs) And number two, what was his purpose in the movie? I mean, he was just a bumbling, like, and what? Every time he lied, the little 
instrument, the string popped off or something. Off. It's just, I was just like, oh my gosh, yeah. what is, what is, I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was. I um, think it could be good. I think it's got the potential. I haven't read the books either, but the, it seems like it's probably got potential for being really good if they were to do it properly. I just don't think that they did it properly. Yeah, it says here, unlike other Disney animated films, it didn't contain any songs. Yeah. I thought that was a requirement for Disney. Yep. It had a soundtrack. Um, it's clear, clearly not because uh, Raya didn't have any songs either. That's true. But Raya was better than this. So oh, that's, That is a good point. It yeah. certainly was better than this. Yeah, so what else can I – I can't even say anything else about it. Um, it sucked at the box office. Now, Roger Ebert, who I think is a kind of respectable movie guy, right? I mean, we've all heard mm-hmm. of him. Yeah. Uh, he gave it three and a half stars out of four. Praised the film as a rip-roaring tale of swords and sorcery, evil and revenge, and uh, magic and pluck and luck. It takes us on a journey through a kingdom of some of the more memorable characters in any recent Disney film. He must have been smoking that day. And that just proves that no one is perfect. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) According to this, it's got a approval rating of 55% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, What's the um, Internet Movie Database um, rating? Wow, 6.5 or 6.4 out of 10. I thought it'd be lower than that. Yep, you know, it, me too. it it didn't really contain any actors that I knew. Most of them were uh, British or from Europe. Uh, I will say Wayne Allwine was the voice of one of the hun- henchmen. And if you don't know who Wayne Allwine is, do you guys know who he is? I do not. Cody? No, I, ca- no. I can't say that I do. He is the third official voice of Mickey Mouse. Oh. Oh. I knew uh, he he passed away in 2009, um, married to the voice of Minnie Mouse. Um, and he he held that role for 32 years. Wow. So, yeah, he began working in Disney under Jimmy McDonald, which Jimmy was, I believe, the second voice with Walt being the first. So. And he was named a Disney legend in 08. So yeah, I mean that's really the only name that I recognize from from the list of the cast. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I just like I said, be, I wanted to I wanted to like it so much. Um, but yep, he was also a sound effects editor for Star Trek V: The Final Frontier. Wayne was? Yep. Hmm. Did not know that. Yep. Me either till just now. Yeah. So cool. uh, yeah. yeah, it was an okay movie. I thought it had a lot of potential. I just didn't care for it all that much. Yeah. yeah. I had such such high hopes. Yep. I I will say that I did I did like the character of the Horned King. I feel like he was done well. He was convincing at being menacing. Um, I think he might be a, a a fun addition to see 
either added into like the villain sequence for Fantasmic at Disneyland, him being, you know, a part of the ensemble of villains. You know, I would like to maybe see him be the one that's concocting the potion or the spell or whatever, rather than it being uh, Maleficent and then Maleficent turns herself into a dragon. It would be kind of cool if the Horned King kind of summons Maleficent as the dragon, you know, out of the cauldron, you know. Right. That could be kind of cool. Um, or just seeing a version of a costumed character at, uh, of the Horned King for some of the Halloween time, you know, at the, one of the the Halloween after event ticket, you know, party, mm-hmm. whatever they call it. Um, that would be kind of cool. Because I think looks he's like, a pretty cool villain. Looks like Skeletor to me. <laughs> <laughs> little he bit. does. Yeah. Yep. He does. Yeah. Yeah. Urban, there's an urban legend that despite the movie's failure, it was popular in Japan so much that the creator of the legend of Zelda series based a lot of the game's elements on the movie urban legend. I don't know if it's on the internet. So it must be true. Yep. Must be. Uh, yeah. There's not really even a lot of uh trivia that I want to share. So yeah, I can actually see that inspiring some things in Zelda. Zelda. I love Zelda when I was a teenager. Yep. Um, was the first, it was notable for being the first full length Disney animated movie to incorporate CGI in its animation. Um, this and the great mouse detective, which is the next movie we'll be watching. They were in production at the same time. And I, I think, think it said actually, it almost got a PG rating or it almost got a PG 13. Yeah. They had to cut some rating, stuff. Ultimately right? receiving. Yeah. yeah ultimately I, receiving a PG rating. And I think they cut like what, 12 minutes from the film because it was so disturbing at the end. And I oh, mean, I didn't geez. notice it when I watched it, but I guess if you were to watch it with, uh, knowing that they cut some stuff off, like the soundtrack doesn't quite line up or something or something. I say, other. Put that stuff back in and let's see what it does. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Yeah. All right. So let's yep. get to our, let's get to our ratings. And I know uh, I don't have any ratings for many viewers. It's been what, about a month, a little over a month since we, maybe two months. Up. Yeah. <laughs> no. They, they uh, all gave up and they all knew we were doing the Black Cauldron. The Black like, Cauldron. Mm-hmm. So, I know no. my sister, Amber, she'll be sending in one because she just hasn't, with the holiday, she said she hasn't had time to watch it. And with her, Numerous trips to Tokyo Disneyland. She's kind of busy, <laughs> she says. So, yeah. I'm so uh, jealous. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, let's share our ratings. Uh, anybody want to volunteer to go first? I'll I'll go first. All right. Forty six. Forty six. He's just, <laughs> just just a forty six. Right out with it. Yep. Forty six. Oh, wow. So how does that rate? Is is that your? Um, that's not your worst. Nope. It's my twenty second out of twenty five. Okay, so what was lower? Uh, Fantasia, Saludos Fantasia Amigos. Fantasia was lower, Saludos Amigos. The and... Three Caballeros. Yep, I was just wanting to hear you say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite word. Go ahead, Cody. Yep. Oh, goodness. Um, when, go when ahead, Jason. I, I'll, I'll go. This is, this is the lowest rating I've given a movie. I gave it a 30. 
30. Holy 30. cow, you I'm really at, didn't like I think it. my lowest before that was Make My Music at 40. I would ri- rather watch that again. That was a great show. I Yeah, I just, that and Saludos Amigos, I gave it 40. James really did like Make My Music at <laughs> 75. Did, yeah. <laughs> And Cody never watched it, so we don't yeah, have to Cody watch it because he doesn't have a, a DVD player. I've yeah. got an, I've got an Xbox now that has a disc drive on it. Um, there you go. I guess I need yeah. to plug that in so I can watch Make My Music. There you so go. So let's see what what does Cody give it? His, the last movie we watched was The Fox and the Hound, and he gave that a, a one hundred, right? One hundred. Holy cow! So let's see what I he really gives. Like how, that movie. How the, far did we fall? Black Cauldron. <laughs> yeah, we we fell quite a bit. Um, let's see what some of my other ratings are here. What, what else did I do? Low, low, uh, the three Caballeros, 39, 54 for Fantasia, 48 think, for Melody Time. I think time. I gave Fantasia, I think I was being too generous with Fantasia because, well, I guess yeah, the problem is, is I don't want to rate this one higher than Fantasia, but I would rather watch this over Fantasia. Really? See, I, I, I rated this higher than Fantasia. Yeah, Given you did. Any time I would rather watch this over Fantasia, any time. Yeah. I, so I'm going to go with the, because this is how I've been doing everything, so I, why, why stray from my system now? I'm going to go yeah. with the first number that popped in my head, 56. All right. 56. So we've got a difference so combined of 26. Rating, combined rating, that's 23 for us, right? Uh, I've got a uh, average of 44 on that one. But I mean, as far as out of the 25 we've watched, that's our yeah, 23rd. 42 Saludos Amigos, 42.67. No, I think that's 24th, ain't it? Is there anything lower? Oh, no, 44th. It tied with the three Caballeros. Cab- Caballeros. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So, yeah. The the oh, Cabbage Patch Who? Okay. What? Yeah, Cabbage Patch Kids. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. It wasn't our biggest difference in movies. Though Fox and the Hound, we had a difference of 29 between my 71 and Cody's 100. Yeah, you uh, were and way then off beat on that one, Jason. Make, 71. What? Make My Music, we had 35 between me and James. Yep. It was um, a good music. I mean, a good yeah. film. Yeah. With yeah. great music. Sure. <laughs> I, I won't disagree. What was better about Make Mine Music compared to Fantasia? Because they're similar style movies. Oh, Fantasia just sucked. Um, <laughs> Fantasia's all classical music. I think Make it's... Make Music was more... Maybe like, I, I had it rated higher than Make My Music because of... I don't know. The, the Mickey Mouse part, you know, that Sor- Sorcerer's Apprentice to me is like an iconic Mickey Mouse look. Um... So that's 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 the reason I'm given that it was higher. Um, I like the music a lot better in Make Mine Music. Make mine. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, and the fair. stories seem to make more sense to me. You know the right the the two hats and the I can't even remember what all else was in there, but I mean, whatever uh, the, it was, it made more sense. Yeah, the stories were more fun to watch. Okay, I can so. see it. I can see it. Fair enough. So that's our thoughts on the Black Cauldron, the movie that almost killed Disney Animation in 1985. <laughs> yep. Um, the great thing about starting with the Black Cauldron is for the next, uh, I don't know, 
10 or so, it, it can only go up. Um, cause we've got That's the great right. mouse detective next, uh, Oliver and company. And then we move into, uh, like the little mermaid and beauty and the beast and Aladdin, lion King, Pocahontas, hunchback, Hercules, Milan, Tarzan, etc. So, um, so the next 10 or so are going to be, I think, exciting to talk about yes. ones that ones that I know I've seen numerous times. Um, yep. Uh, but now I can say I've seen the black cauldron. So, yep. Me too. Um, and I can put it away on the bookshelf and yep. And I can never watch it again <laughs> so, <laughs> until they come out with the live action. Yeah. Adaption and see out, how right they now. do then. Yep. Then I'll check it out. All right. So we got a couple more things before we get out of here on this, uh, Saturday night, January yep. 8th. Uh, we have our first episode of Cody's Corner for 2022. Ooh. It is all Ooh. yours, Cody. All da, 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 da. right. Welcome to this week and this year's first edition of Cody's Corner, uh, where once again I am caught unprepared. And I have a list. I just didn't really give it much thought at all what I was going to give you guys. Welcome to the Talking Disney Podcast, where Cody figures out Cody's corner on the fly and rates his movies <laughs> only after we ask him what his rating is. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's unbiased. It's an unbiased answer. That's what is true. It? I'm not, I'm not complaining. In my head. I'm not complaining. Just not, it's very it's scientific just not method a... you have there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just glad you're not in charge of anything else that's scientific. <laughs> oh goodness! So Cody's corner. Uh, I've ex- I don't know. I guess I'll keep explaining it just in case we happen to have somebody that's new. Each week, I'll ask James and Jason a question. Anything that falls under the Disney umbrella. It's fair game for me to ask them. Generally, I ask them this question and they've never heard it before until we're recording right this very moment when I ask them the question. They don't know what I'm asking them. They don't have a lot of time to prepare an answer. It's supposed to kind of be a on-the-fly response. And this week, the question for Cody's Corner is, what is your favorite land... In a Disney park. Mm. Disney. Mm. My favorite Disneyland. That's a good one. I'd say for me, Frontierland. You like the Frontierland? You a man of the Wild West? I do like the Wild Wild West. I Yep. That's not what I thought James would say. What did you think I would say? Tomorrowland? Yeah. Yeah. be, just because you, I think you mentioned before Space Mountain is one of the rides you like to. Yep. I think we, we talked about that. That would be like a ride you would go to first. Yep. Um, That's the ride I usually go to first. One of my favorite rides. Now, what if it's what if it's Tomorrowland of your childhood, James? Oh, I don't know. Because that's a whole different Tomorrowland than what they got that today. That is a whole different Tomorrowland, and that does weigh into my decision. Um, I'm just thinking of how the lands are right now. Right now – I don't know that I care for for Tomorrowland so much just because of the fact that I think it's uh, very underutilized over there. Yeah. So, but right now, in general, I do like the 
frontier land, the feeling of it, the Wild West, the, you know, settling mm -hmm. America and all that stuff. Music, ambiance kind of when you walk in. Yep, exactly. Exactly. Right. The Golden Horseshoe, all that stuff, you know, the Mark Twain, um, all that stuff. I, I just, I like that little land of Disneyland. Yeah. Yeah, there's not, really a, there's not really a land that I hate. Um, well, that's I think that wasn't the question. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I could have eliminated that one right away. Uh, I'm going to say my favorite land would be um, to toss up. I do love Frontierland. Um, like I said, I like the Tomorrowland of my childhood. But I'm going to go with um, – the street you walk down when you first get in there, Main Street USA. Yeah, that's um, a good one. You no, know, there's no there's no rides per se. You got you got great great moments with Mr. Lincoln. If you, I mean, if you've never been in and see that, I I recommend it. Uh, but I, I just like the feel of Main Rock Street. James is right? top five places to take a nap just at Disneyland. To take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> um, during the fiftieth, I think me and James walked over because they had that that special. Uh, Disney's 50 something with uh, Steve Martin. Mm -hmm. we, we were the only two to walk over and watch that. Nobody else wanted to. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they still play that in like the lobby. In the lobby. Great yeah. moments with Mr. Lincoln. Yes. Yeah, so it'd be main street USA. Just to, just to fill of it old, you know, old time walking down main street, early 1900s. Um, my, if, if, if I was going to choose main street, number two would have been new, uh, new Orleans square. Um, I like the feel of that. Uh, it's got a couple of my favorite rides in it. And, you know, you got to walk through Frontierland to get there, so that's good. Yep. Uh, I guess you can go through Adventureland, but um, yeah, I'll go. I'll go Main Street USA. Cool, Cody. 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 What's yours? Um. Well, it's kind of a small land, but it it's kind of backed itself into a, a corner of the park kind of a one way in one way out situation over there. But I would say that my favorite land would be critter country. Yeah. I like the, I just kind of like the vibe and the aesthetic over there. I like the rusticness. I like the nature and log motif that they have going on over there. And I just, I like it. Cool. That would nice. be right with you. So we all, all picked right. something different. That's good. Yep. Very good. That's what, when you said one way in, one way out, I thought you were going with Toontown. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> I was like, really? Toontown's his favorite? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, there's uh, Fantasyland's great too. I mean, uh, oh, yep. yeah. I mean, they're all. Yeah. They're like all you said, great. there's, there's none oh, that yep. you don't like for sure. Right. Tomorrowland probably and I, would I had be my some favorite ideas. if they would update it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just liked the Tomorrowland of my childhood. Walking in, there's no uh, there's no Astro whatever orbiter right in the front. It's it's on top of the little the stage and then you got the people mover running and um, it's just just looks so much clean like clean cleaner i guess more aesthetically pleasing back then i think mm -hmm. I, I posted a picture of it or something on facebook one time uh james said yeah that was his 
Yep. Uh, his favorite Tomorrowland time. So, um, yeah, that's a place we would always usually go to first. I think when I was a kid was go in and make that ride into Tomorrowland. So, all right. Good question. I think I had some written down for you, Cody, to include. I'll see if I can find that list. I was like, Ooh, that'd be a good Cody's corner question. Oh yeah. I'll, I, uh, always up for suggestions. Yeah. So if you want to share a Cody's corner question, um, and Cody will even give you credit for it, I think. I sure will. Um, or if you have a opinion on what your favorite land in Disney parks would be, I guess we could have chose a different park, huh? I mean, you could have with the way I phrased yeah. the question. Right. But, you know, I, I don't think there's anything over in DCA that I would have uh, chosen over Main Street. So um, send us an email, uh, talking Disney podcast at gmail.com and we will share that on our next show. I'm looking through my notes here, Cody, to see if, um, see if I can find that, but I don't know where they are. So I'll look for it later. Um, cause I made them while I, I was at Disney. Oh, it's only one, uh, which I guess I can give it to you offline. I'll text it to you. Okay. Um, so yeah, maybe you can use it on a future show. All right, well, last thing we got to uh, get to today is our Disney A to Z random entry. Yes. And then um, we, will, we will get out of here for the night. So let's, um, let's get that going. Here we go. This is the Disney A to Z random entry. Yeah. Yeah. So our Disney A to Z random entry segment is based off the book Disney A to Z, the official encyclopedia by Mr. Dave Smith. Um, he founded the Walt Disney archives and, um, he compiled this book. We're currently on the fifth edition. That was the last edition. I believe that was released in actual paper copy. You can see the, uh, Disney A to Z on the D 23 website, D 23.com where I'm assuming they up have updated entries or added entries since, uh, Dave Smith passed, but I'm not quite sure. Uh, if you're curious about anything with the Walt Disney Company, this encyclopedia uh, is your one-stop guide filled with significant achievements, short biographies, historic dates, comprehensive lists, and tons of trivia. The fifth edition uh, has about 8,000 different entries. For our random entry, we're going to spin a wheel. It gives us a page number. Then one of my co-hosts, it'll be James tonight, Woo-hoo. will select a number based off how many entries are on that page. So without further ado, let's spin the wheel. All right. It looks like it landed on page 500. Let me grab the book here. 500. 500. So there is 851 pages. So if you want to use that to guess uh, possibly what, what... Letter of the alphabet will be in. It's going to be letter T. All right. And it looks like there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, what? nine, 10, it 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 entries on this page with the letter M. Letter M. M. Letter M. Okay. So one through 16, I'm going to one say 16. 14. 16, 15, 14. All right. 
You've been to Disney's Hollywood Studios? Yes. Yes. This is Mickey's of Hollywood. It's a clothing shop on Hollywood Boulevard in Disney's Hollywood Studios at Walt Disney World that opened May 1st, 1989. So is that kind of like a Fredericks of Hollywood reference? Mickey's of Hollywood? <laughs> I'm sure they so. don't sell the same same things. Um, pretty much this page is entirely starty, is entirely Mickey. So everything uh, you would have chose. Has something to do with Mickey. Mickey. So since that was a short one, Cody, give me, give me another number and I'll share a bonus entry tonight. Number eight. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. This is Mickey's Man Friday. It was a film, uh, Mickey Mouse cartoon, that was released on January 19th, 1935, directed by Dave Hand, loosely based on the story of Robinson Crusoe and one of Mickey's last black and white cartoons. Mickey is shipwrecked, lands on an island inhabited by cannibals. He befriends a native who helps him escape in a trick boat. In so, a what? A what a, boat? A trick boat. A trick, trick boat? Trick, okay. yeah. I don't, I've, I've never seen this short, so it's something I'll have to check out. Mickey, Mickey's Man Friday. Hmm. All right. So some of the other ones on here, Mickey's Hollywood Theater, Mickey's House, Mickey's House of Villains, Mickey's Kangaroo, Mickey's Kitchen, uh, Mickey's Magical TV World, Mickey Mart. Uh, Mickey's Mickey's Mechanical. Yeah. It's, uh, it was in Magic Kingdom and Walt Disney World that it was a store opened in 71 when they opened, closed in 91. It became Mickey's Star Traders. Gotcha. Uh, Mickey's Nightmare, Mickey's Nutcracker, Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. That would have been uh, appropriately themed for about two weeks ago. Yep. And Mickey's Orphans. So that is your Disney A to Z random entry for episode 79. All right. January 8th, 2022. Nice. Um, One of my favorite books. There's probably not a day that goes by that I don't look something up either in the hardback version or... Uh, on the D23 website. so Right. Great book. If you don't have it, you can find them on eBay, on Amazon. Yep. Check it out. So that's all I got, guys. You got any uh, any last-minute alibis uh, before I share our social media? And we get out of here. I don't think so. Nope. I think I'm good. All right. Well, let's see. If you want to... Um, to see what we're doing, you know, further than when we talk on the podcast, you can like us on Facebook at talking Disney podcast, follow us on Twitter at talking Disney. We're on Instagram uh, at talking Disney podcast, email us uh, talking Disney podcast at gmail.com. Check out the website, www.talkingdisneypodcast.com where the show will always be loaded first prior to making its way out to all the various, uh, Popular streaming services for podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, whatever pod or whatever streaming service you use to listen to your podcast, we should be on there. And if not, please let me know and I will try to get us on there. And if you've noticed, uh, if you checked out the website in the last eight days or seven days, um, I've been trying to post a Today in Disney History, uh, just a quick post about something. I think today's was about the plantation. Um, the chicken, the chicken plantation. plantation. Chicken plantation it was over in New Orleans Square. It actually closed on this day in 1962. They had uh, chicken dinners for under two bucks. Mm. Um, 
by the time you'll be listening to this, we'll probably have one or two uh, other entries up. But if you look at the end, Cody, I don't know if you've seen it. It says, what current restaurant at Disneyland pays tribute to the facade of the old chicken plantation? The Blue Bayou. Cody is correct. So you get a little a little cheat there if you check it out. Yeah, if you look in the... You look at the picture I posted, and then look at a picture of the inside of the Blue Bayou. You will see uh, what we are talking about. So, so good, 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 Cody. I didn't know if you would know that, but and it was actually part of Frontierland. It looks like right, but it, it was, was close to to, to build New Orleans, New Orleans Square. Gotcha. Yep. Very yeah. cool. And one of the things, if I I didn't put it in the article, but I, I was reading about it. If you looked at the building from the Rivers of America side, it looked like an old Annabella mansion type of thing. But if you looked at it from the train station or the train tracks from behind it, it looked like a, just a, like a wooden old dilapidated building. So that the backside, they may look different than the front side. It was kind of cool if you look at pictures. So gotcha. Fried, fried uh, chicken meals for under two bucks. I think they were a dollar 70. Um, so one of the restaurants that I never got to visit. Oh, not, none of us did, but. Uh, it was closed before we were born. So, yep. all right. Well, that's all I got. Um, once again, we appreciate those who are taking the time out of your day to listen to us. Uh, we're excited to get back for this episode of 2022. It's been a couple weeks since we got to record uh, all the hectic uh, holiday, Christmas, New Year's times are over with, and now it's kind of back to normal. So, um, yep. Back to the daily we'll, grind. Uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully we'll get another episode in next week, and you know, a couple more before we head out to uh, Disneyland in beginning of February. So before Woo-hoo. we go out and win the gumball rally, win the gumball rally. That's right. Get our names. Get our names as uh, first, second, and third on the website. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, um, so again, thank you for listening. Yep. Thank um, you. And. Uh, that's all I got. We will uh, we will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. See you real soon. Yeah, folks. And me and my pals hope you had a swell time. Oh, yeah. Bill, <laughs> uh, Mickey? Uh-huh? It's that time. Uh, what time is that, Minnie? Oh, <laughs> Goofy? Huh? Oh. Now, now it's time, time to say goodnight. Bye. To all our company. My See you real soon. It's always Mickey Mouse. K E Y. Why? Because, because we, we like you. Yeah. <laughs>